El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write weekly columns for all sorts of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. And then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he is a writer for Vice and a supremely funny man who is here to tell you what you should do with your goddamn broken country. Ladies and gentlemen, this first time on the show, Josh Androsky. Also joining me, he is a prince of a man who's been on the show a million billion times before. You can see us at a show together this coming Saturday, somewhere in the Inland Empire. Find his Facebook page for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, Danger Van Gorder. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, dude, they're sick. I, yeah, yeah I know. They're, they're they make me. They make. Yeah. They rev me up too, dog. Yeah, <laughs> cats are fucking sick. But they they make me like I have an allergy attack. Uh, fit to beat the band. Like I lose that day because I have to go home and go to bed because nothing else helps. Well, maybe you should fucking be a better person at being around things that are great. Yeah, have you thought about that? I hadn't considered that. Yeah, no. from the guy who's lactose intolerant, who yeah, can't, who can't right. eat pizza or ice Can cream. I? I'm like, hey, why don't you fucking make your body enjoy good things? Uh-huh. You piece of trash. Well, plus cats are just kind of dicks. Yeah, I know. It's tight. Sense. Yeah, it's great. Be you have to work for their issue. love, like Robert De Niro said in uh, in that parents. classic movie that we all know and love. I thought you were going to say that held up. I legitimately thought you were going to say you have to work for their love, like Robert Durst. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> you got to earn it. You do have to work for that love too. Yeah. So this is unpopular opinion. Hey. Oh, hey guys. I haven't recorded one of these in a while because I've been on the Rizzo. Oh shit! It's so awesome. I'm I'm so proud of you, Buster. With Portugal, the man. I saw one of them shows. Yeah, good, good work. Good. That is that is where we first met. Yes, you came sir. with uh, Brett Raider. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Oh. R.I.P. Yeah, no, Brett. He died terribly too. Yeah. Yeah. We never talk about it. Drowned too, in his own tears. Yeah, yeah, it's too hard to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh Androsky. Hello, it's your first time here. What's up? That's how everybody <laughs> yeah. says hi, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank first you for time. coming out, everybody. The show's over. Good night. Good yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> Unpops Virgin. Crushing it. Good work. Thank yeah. you. We, uh, I uh, emailed Josh early this morning, like about 1 o'clock in the morning, because one of my guests canceled. It's not the morning. That's the night before. It is the night. Yeah, but you get what I mean. We're taking back the night is what he means. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, nice. exactly. No, what he means is that I wasn't his first choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I hadn't had anything planned for when I got back. And uh, the guest I had, it was just going to be like a one-on-one thing, and he rescheduled for Thursday. So I had to schedule a new podcast at the last minute, and I messaged Josh and said, uh, I kind of want to do a thing about like stories people have missed because of the election. Josh said, I'm not talking about anything but the election. Yeah, dude. Sorry. Sorry. That's <laughs> no, all I, I totally get about. it. It's been, well, it's been one week since we elected an autocrat. <laughs> since, we, since America ate itself. Yeah. It's been one week since we killed ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we uh, fucked the planet because of an orange angry guy. We've done a lot of Trump podcasts, but we haven't done one like this. This one's going to be a little more like the ones we've done so far have been very gloom and doom. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, pray for the Mexicans kind of stuff. And this is different. This is looking this is, forward. This what is what can we're, we, this is, let's figure out how we can move on as a nation. And start the moment you're listening to mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Today. Today, yeah. guys. Today, tonight, this morning, this evening, wherever you are, you can start doing good things. Do you want to get into it? Well, we're, we will. I have, well, I have to introduce the other guest. Danger, you're I here. Yes. Yeah. How's yeah. it going? How have it's, you been, buddy? I mean, it's been pretty... Tell me all about what you've it, been yeah, up it's to. It's been pretty, pretty rough. What you've been up to since I've been gone. Um, well, let's see. I, uh, I, I did a lot of volunteering uh, yeah. up until the day of the That's election. Cool. Uh, yeah. daily, I did Hit it, Brett. 14 hours. You know, the hardest part of this show for me... Is the first few minutes because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call this segment this week in me. It's about to get tense, isn't it? Faded out, Brett. I on a technical side note, was that very loud? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, you know why? Because. I, we may not have been able to hear your your glib comments beneath the uh, no the probably not because uh, Caitlin and Carrie turned their headphones way up they oh, were just recording I mean okay I turned turn mine down a little bit but either way the hardest part of the show is when you have to ask everybody else how they're doing because all you really want to do is talk about what you've been going on yeah that's pretty much what I said and so uh, now we're going to talk about this week and you. No, we can go back to talking about you. I just do that to be an <laughs> asshole. You yeah, know that. I didn't know yeah. that was happening, yeah. and I loved it the whole time. That yeah. was very that you got me. It's I got, fun. I got zazzed and yeah. jazzed. It's fun. That. that used to be Brett's job. Yeah. That was a long. That's why we still say hit it, Brett. Usually to me. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like. No, it's really I'm, weird if, to do it to new guests. I barely, very yeah. rarely have I done it to you a gotta, new guest. You got you got super confrontational. Yeah. But on last week's episode, I did because uh, we had a guest on for the first time named Edin Dranger, who is wonderful, and we'll have her on again soon. But uh, I was explaining all that to her, and she goes, "I think you should not do it to the people you're familiar with. You should." Just spring it on new guests and everyone. And yeah. I was like, all right, motherfucker. How'd you take it? <laughs> About to go she down. Did nah, she, she see it coming? She didn't give a shit. Okay, cool. She's uh, she's like a cat. She's very hard to fluster. <laughs> she's great. <laughs> Cats are super easy to fluster. Nah. You s- bite your tongue talking just about cats around here. wave a plastic bag around, and their hunter instincts will be like, nope, you better bail. You better go that's hide under a car. That's flustered. That's ready to fucking kill. No, that's, that's hunter that's instincts, panic. like you yeah. said. That's panic. I can I can move. So I, we could just be sitting here, and then the cattle just decide. All right, it's time to prepare for the apocalypse, and I'm just going to go do a couple. Of Listen, we need fail. to stop this democratic infighting. If there's any way we're going to move forward, we got to stop looking back. Cats versus dogs. Who cares? We're here now. Gosh darn it! You know what? Are you a cat guy? I'm a cat guy because I'm a dog guy. Well, you know what? Together well, we must unite our paws. Wonder Twins powers activate and smash fascism yeah, with our paws. Right? You can't see it, but we totally just fist bumped and it was glorious. You can't see it. We totally cat. just Frenched. Yeah, <laughs> cats are better at it though. Huh? Cats are better at fighting fascism. History is proven. <laughs> History is proven. Don't argue with me. Well, on like this. then you have to get into how like Jews are mice or rats or whatever, and then yeah, all the yes, you can't get mouse. into historical animal analogies. No, and with fascism. No. So yeah, we're doing an episode uh, instead of uh, being glum about. I mean, we're still probably all going to be very sad. Right. This entire episode. We'll and for the next four years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be panicked for the next four years. But this episode is about what the left can do going forward. Mm-hmm. And not just, not just the left, but like 
people. That part of the center who thinks, you know what, I think things are kind of shit, and I don't know what to do about that. Yes. Because right. it's not exclusively the left. If, no. If, if, if anything, one of the things we learned about the Bernie Sanders campaign is that these things that people care about, like the deregulation – or sorry, the, the regulation of banks, uh, the, the raising of the minimum wage – uh, safer infrastructure, better schools, protecting Social Security and Medicare, Medica- yeah. single payer. All these things are, I mean, left, right, center. It, it's all these things unite us because we, the, a huge percentage, the majority of the people who are in this country need a little bit of help. And right. income well, inequality is is the the chief problem in this country that only up until now only Sanders uh, was the one talking about it. Yeah, and and if we want to do a little bit of hindsight, uh, income inequality is I think going to come out as the consensus reason why Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton because as much as you can talk about racism and sexism, they are very real and they are very bad. Uh, people vote with their wallets. Ultimately. People, you know, that voted for Obama twice voted for Trump and this or, time or did not vote or for did not vote at all. One one and a half million black women did not vote this election. Uh, I want to say something like it was between 16 and 19 percent of people. Everybody's like Hillary won people making under 50 grand uh, and she did. But she won 19 or 16 percent fewer of them. Right. They just didn't vote. Because of, you know, some uh, the, the policies of the Democratic National Committee and the Democratic leadership, which brings us to today, Wednesday. Hopefully you're listening to this right Wednesday, as it drops. November 16th. Because yes. what you can do right now, first step to fix the country, is to create an opposition party that is strong and that is not full of the people that got us here. Specifically, I'm talking about... The Senate is choosing minority leader today, Wednesday, yes. as you are listening to this. The The consensus pick is Chuck Schumer, Amy's uncle. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> this dude is one of the number one benefactors of Wall Street money in all of the Senate. And he is just a real, you know, representation of the Democratic establishment. Right. People rail against like it's it, this is the last establishment election. Uh, this guy, Chuck Schumer, he is the establishment. So uh-huh. what everybody can do tomorrow, pause, pause the recording right now. Well, sorry. Hang on. Let me read a couple of things. After you, and then <laughs> if pause you, the but if they pause, then how can we tell them to unpause? Oh, shit. You know what? You know, when you yeah. unpause they using your better judgment in like 45 minutes. OK. Yes. But, all right. After after. I mean, we can go for a while. I'm sure this crowd can talk about the issues for a good while. But here, so so right now. Right, so right now, pick up your cell phone and dial your representatives in the Senate. And and make sure you use their local numbers. There's a difference. There is the Washington office, and there is the office where you live in the city or, you know, around the city where you live. Call them there. It is so much more important when you, as a constituent, Call them saying, I, I am, live in your town. I live in your district. I live in your I am represented by you. I have voted for you or, you know, as it may be, I'm 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 in your ward. You, you are you, you're my representative. You, you are, are my senator. So, yeah, first easy thing that the left can do, the first easy thing the, the concerned right and the concerned center can do is to call the representatives, call their senators, call j- j- make yourself known to the offices, the staffers there. 
and let them know how you feel about things. So in, in this specific instance, you can call right now if you want a strong, unified opposition party and ask them to and, and demand them to. And obviously, be nice. Don't be a dick right. on the phone. You're calling somebody who just graduated college who is trying to make a difference. Uh, call them and tell them. I want, especially if you're in a Democratic district. These are staffers we're talking about. Not right. The senators. The Not senators. the senators. No, fuck. Uh, the staff, these are the people you're going to be talking to are the staffers. <laughs> Staff, the staff Call them and say, I want Bernie Sanders to be the Senate minority leader. And say, this is a huge issue for me. I live in your district. I am a constituent. I want Bernie Sanders to be the leader of the party in the Senate because I want to get rid of the establishment failings that got us to President Donald Trump. Right. Say it in your own words and talk to them because you'll find I, I'm new to this, too. I, I, yeah. I've been calling yeah. my reps for the first time, really, as an adult since this election every day about something new. And you know what? When I called, I called Senator Dianne Feinstein's office. And uh, Me too. oh, yeah. And I got on the phone with a lovely young man who um, I was like, you know, Steve Bannon was appointed or, you know, was going to be appointed. Noted anti-Semite N- Stephen Bannon. Fucking neo-Nazi fucking cartoon bad guy that looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman's corpse. <laughs> fucking Steve Bannon. This fucking just cartoon of a fucking goon. Uh, is going to be appointed in a huge council role, like one of the top staffers of the White House. I called Feinstein's office. I was like, "Is the senator going to make a, a, a you know a denunciation? Is she going to say that this is not okay?" And and he was like, "You know, we've gotten hundreds and hundreds of calls about this. Right? I, she will be making a statement soon." And I said tomorrow and he said i don't know and i said well expect me to call tomorrow if she doesn't and he said thank you because these guys are used to people calling that are like fucking blue hairs that are like uh ah there's a pothole (laughs) on first (laughs) avenue my mailman's a chinese man and he's stealing all the teeth that i'm supposed to get from the tooth of the month club nobody calls for good things (laughs) nobody ever calls for good things so if you call and you say i want to unite the democratic party under bernie sanders who has proven to galvanize the youth and galvanize independence Yes. which yeah. the Democrats desperately, desperately need. need. Call yeah. right now. Now is when you yeah. pause and, and you, you call. You don't even have to be a Democrat to want a healthier Democratic Party. Yeah. Because these values, like Senator Sanders' values, got further than any other. Like, he's still the most popular politician in America today. But here, right now, uh, pick up your cell phone and dial this bad boy in because we're about to call uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein's local office here in L.A. 310 914 Seven three zero zero. That's three one zero nine one four seven three zero zero. Call, talk to the staffer, leave a message if you have to, and just let them know I am opposed to Chuck Schumer because he's been taking Wall Street mo- Wall Street's money for too long, and that's exactly what got us into this in this hellhole. And you can call Barbara Boxer on yep. her way out the door two one three eight nine four five zero zero zero. That's two one three eight nine four. Five zero zero zero. That's two one three eight nine four five thousand today. today. Nice. Yeah, we, we got there independently. Yeah. yeah, what kills me about the Steve Bannon thing is I mean, people are rightfully up in arms now, but when Trump first put his like policies online, all of them linked to Breitbart yeah. articles. 
and we were just like, yeah, that's stupid. But we should have been like, that's how we spent the last year and a half going like, what the fuck are you doing? You fucking orangutan. Well, that's what we've been doing right. for that fucking years, that by the way. Work. And that's why we lost 3,000 state legislature seats. Do you? Did, I don't know if you've brought this up on the podcast. Uh, the If we lose... And we, meaning America, not Republicans, Democrats, or whatever. If we, America, have one more Republican state house turn, or one more state house turn Republican, that means one more legislature, state legislature turn Republican, then the Republicans in Congress can amend the Constitution with zero opposition. Jesus Christ. That should be the scariest Yikes. thing you've ever fucking heard in your life. Well, yeah, because that's what. Uh, I br- I brought this up earlier. The thing with Trump is it's been a se- it, he's a series of things that will never happen. Mm-hmm. And him getting elected was the first thing that was supposed to never happen that would keep all the other terrible things from happening. Right. Well, that fucking happened. Yep. So now, uh, when people say, "Oh, well, we have Congress and we have checks and balances." Uh, no, not, not at this point. Not, not, if not, not if it's all GOP. Yeah, not if not be, because Barack Obama and I'm sorry if I'm going to offend anybody is a fucking coward who did not railroad in a uh, Supreme Court nominee when it was his job to do so. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely should have. He definitely shit the taken bet. Taken more of a stand. He on shit that. the fucking bet. He can still at this point uh, via executive action appoint Merrick Garland and just be fucking done with it. And l- let it be said, I'm not really a fan of Merrick Garland's centrism. Yes, but uh, he's better than Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's be- he's better than any of the fucking ghouls that I'm sure like Trump's got. Like not even on speed dial. Like hey. Who's like the next best thing? Yeah, no, right. he's just going to go to central casting and be like, is there anybody who looks like they've, I don't know, live in a place with gargoyles? Like, And then <laughs> they'll gonna, show yeah, up. We're going to see one of the clowns from Hot Bench uh, <laughs> on the Supreme Court. I mean, so, so, but this gets into like, you know, this, you know why that didn't happen? It's, it, it, and here's something I, I'm going to look in the mirror and take blame. It's easy for me to throw rocks at Obama, uh, Ivory Tower. But I didn't call my representatives to say I want a Supreme Court justice uh, now. I didn't do that. You didn't do that. None of none of us did no. that. And that's our fault. And here's the thing: here, if we want to talk about what we're gonna do to save this country from a, a fucking uh, fascism, a, a dictatorship, we're gonna have to. It's gonna. It's gonna be fucking boring. It's yeah. going to be right. so fucking boring to fucking save. That's how the Tea Party did it. The Tea Party transformed the legislature of our government in two years because they don't watch prestige television and they don't fuck. So all they do <laughs> is fucking call their representatives. That's all they do. We have to do that, too. And we have to do it piece by piece. Right. So it's like today's Wednesday. Call about Bernie. That's a good thing to do. It takes takes literally three minutes. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. not hard. It's something you can do. It may not feel like you're doing much, but imagine all the hundreds and thousands of other people making the same call. So basically, first bite-sized lesson is communicate with your representatives. Yep. Uh, it matters. Email doesn't really work the no. way I wanted to. I've already Letters, written, I've already faxes. written an email to uh, the potential um, uh, uh, John Chung, who's going to be hopefully a contender for uh, uh, governor here in California. Uh, I met him early, 5 a.m. election morning before we all went out and uh, pounded the pavement to get out the vote. He was, seemed a very charming and capable man. And he also stood up to 
Wells Fargo after some of their recent shittiness was. Uh, Good boy. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd love to get more information about the gentleman, but uh, either either way, I I wrote a message to the guy having just met him the, the, a couple days before, and I didn't hear back. And that's that's understandable because they must get thousands of me- they get spam too, like the rest. Oh, of, of course, so, yeah, and, it's and not, it, it, all all it takes people is just pull three minutes out of your day and just say hi, uh, you know, Kirsty uh, at Senator uh, Feinstein's office. Feinstein, Feinstein. I mean, I'm I a Jew and Feinstein. I should know. I, that's it why I'm looking at you. It, it's probably Feinstein, but you know, okay. we're all who you who can right. trust us, Feinstein, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's <laughs> where that's why. If we I was to we even were. say it, who would you would you believe it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't say. Uh, does that make you a? Does that make me the cuck or are you the cuck? I'm I mean, not really sure. are we all the? Cuck? Look at me. Look at me. I'm yeah. the I'm the cuck now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, wait. So, but you brought up a great point about uh, letter writing and emails. That shit doesn't work. I've heard from friends and people I've seen online that have worked in uh, congressional offices. The, here's the thing: phone calls you can't ignore. You're at your office, the phone right. rings, you have to pick it up. An email you don't have to look at. Right. A letter that can pile up. You can actually talk to somebody on the phone, and it's also it. This is why it's so much more important to call. Uh, the local office than the uh, Washington office because the Washington office is easier to ignore because usually when things do get massively mobilized, it's people from outside sources, Koch brothers networks, yeah. like church I've, groups. I've already called Paul Ryan's office a couple of times. His voicemail's said, full. Hey, Speaker uh, Ryan, uh, I'm a constituent. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you represent my values. Uh, and I'd like you to oppose this uh, Stephen Bannon fucking cocksucker. Right, but when you call your local representative's local office, you'll talk to a human whose voice sounds like they're in the place where you are, and they're... <laughs> You're going to say your thing, and then they're going to ask you what your zip code is, and you're going to tell them because you live there. Because right. then they'll ask you what your zip code is. It's if you so call much their... easier to not lie. Right. If you call the D.C. office, it's like, what's your zip code? And you got to be like, uh, oh, unicorn. hold on. I am definitely not Googling zip code in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, but yeah, again, step one. Just call. Just just do it. Uh, look, where we do people did... find the phone number who are outside? We gave the Go- California number. Just we Google g- it. Right? Just, Google, yeah, just, just Google it. Google uh, who is my representative. FindMyRepresentative.com. I believe, find my, gov, I, I believe I it's FindMyRepresentative.com. Yeah. That, uh, C-U-M. It'll... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dot uh, com I dot mean, XX if, if you live in, yeah. the wrong, in the wrong state. Yeah. Um, Just go to FindMyRepresentative.horse and it'll be fine. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll say this. We recently saw a wonderful round of uh, Iron Gianting uh, for a certain comedian, so to speak, here in L.A. Uh, so the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. How did, how, did that, how did that wind down? Uh, We're going to do an entire episode oh about my God. the Iron Gianting of I, Mike Favorman. Oh, okay. you guys... Yeah, you guys should Iron Giant Steve Bannon. You guys should fucking oh. Iron Giant one of these. Because here's a, a a thing that that I've been uh, reading up on, and I, I, I'm just scratching the surface on it. But these cartoonish fascists, they respond to annoyance. They respond to <laughs> agitation. Uh-huh. You look oh. at the alt right. You look at how the alt right has just completely dominated the discourse on this fucking election. It's just by trolling. By here's here's a, a, an analogy as a comedian. Um, that uh, I've I've made before about Donald Trump. Donald Trump made it through the debates as a heckler. He's a heckler. It's so fucking easy to heckle. It's so easy to be in the sidelines and heckle. You don't even have to do a good heckle. You can just be like, yeah, uh, 
No. Little Marco. You know? Like, Boom. Yeah. And, and it's it's so much easier. And now he's the leader and we get to be the hecklers. Look at right. me. Look at me. I'm the heckler now. <laughs> like right. We get to do it. So you should figure out somebody to Iron Giant every week. Some new awful uh, shitty Trump. Well, appointee. let's do let's do Stephen Bannon. His Twitter is at Stephen Bannon. That's Stephen with a ph. Uh, uh, the coward Bannon, Bannon with yeah. a two and it's b a n n e n s t e p h e n b a n n o n. Now, I mean, uh, yeah. My, my original point Stephen bringing this up Stephen Bannon though. and at, uh, Stephen Bannon and ask if you can borrow his copy of the Iron Giant. <sighs> And see if he melts the fuck down well, like Mike Faverman. Here's did. what's great about that. It's so weird that like that you might get like the Daily Dot to be like, you know, these people are going to be looking at his mentions now because he's so in the news. Right. And so if 10,000 people, you know, if, if we get all these people to fucking ask him about it, then Do it. that right. could be. And, and as try as much as you can to keep it innocent. And yep. Don't be like. Hey, you fucking second coming of Joseph yep. Goebbels. Um, Just, can I borrow your DVD of the Iron Giant? Because fuck you, you fucking. Yeah. Co- I mean, keep we're all thinking civil. that. Yeah. Keep it gentle. Keep it. Don't civil. tell them where. Where the best way to fight crazy is with normal. Yeah. You'll never fight crazy. Crazy better than with normal. Because yeah, we are doing an episode soon. Uh, you're oh, familiar so, with Mike Faberman, right? That, I, I'm familiar. See, he's one of those names that I just have a very negative connotation for, yeah, and have just purged my knowledge. Yeah, of. he was. He's one of those predator types who, oh, like, he asked guy. a female comic out, and she said no, and he was like, "Oh, you're a fat pig." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we had uh, the audience iron giant him, <laughs> which is a thing we've done dozens of times to different people, <laughs> and most people. Either they figure it out and they're like, fuck you. I got all these people tweeting at right. me now. Or they just ignore it. He lost his <laughs> shit. And for like four days was just replying to everyone. Everybody. He was being like super homophobic and gross about it. The, yeah. he, tweeted a, he tweeted a picture of an actual butthole at one oh, point. Fun. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, all right, cool. Let's so hope- try to get Steve Bannon to tweet a butthole. Yeah. Okay. Let's- okay. But my, my point in saying this isn't necessarily that we should be iron gianting Steve Bannon because I'm, I'm sure that that's, that's, that's part fun. of it. That's the fun that's part. part. That's but, the but fun what, part. What's more important is that everybody does a good iron giant and goes and calls their representatives. Yeah, you're just iron gianting the, the fucking Just be like, nation. hey, yeah, we're, we're not iron gianting. I'm, I'm just, uh, hello, uh, Senator. Um, I believe in these issues and I'd like you to represent me and, uh, you know, and, and just like participate, participate. This is a great, easy way. You can do it from home. You can do it while you're shitting. There, are I set an alarm for when I'm at work uh, I, around lunchtime to remind me every day. Call. Yeah, yeah. It's super easy. And it, this is the kind of thing that's going to get us out of this hole mm-hmm. because, like, all right. If I may make a, a video game reference right now, we're looking at the we're looking at the boss, and the boss is in the cave, right? And we're he's like level eight. We're maybe level two, three tops. So we got to go outside and we got to do death by a thousand cuts. We got to find the sheep. We got to we got to find all the, the all the littlest gremlins and uh, and and stab those little gremlins over and over and over again until we all level up together mm-hmm. as a nation mm-hmm. and we can go in and fight the the, the the shithead in the in the in the cave with the bad hair. And then we take the cartridge of democracy out of and the we... NES of oppression and blow on it with the cleansing winds of change. Oh my God, <laughs> you're now my favorite person. Thank you. God but yeah, damn. But and that and that that going out and killing that teeny tiny sheep is calling your representatives, call your senators. Yeah. Become a part of their daily routine. It's not hard. It's very easy. They're very civil on the phone. You can be very civil on the phone. You can make it a fun thing. You can make it pleasant. It doesn't take much, and it would help so, 
so much, everybody. Yeah, and that's the thing. We we all need to coalesce around these issues, you know. Uh, and and I think in this right now, this moment when everybody is reeling still from the results of the, the election, right. iron is hot, and so it's time to make it giant. Yeah. And and out of that hot iron, and we have to we have to purge the Democratic Party of the cowards that got us here, right? Of the people that and 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 there are very well meaning people who have been corrupted by a bad system. Sure, sure, but. But they need to fucking go. Yeah, right. yeah, for and sure. So they need to go or they need to start adopting the things that we're saying. That's a very good point. Because yeah. if they do, and I've seen a couple pundits and a couple people come around. Uh, this fucking is not Glenn, to say... What, what's going on with Glenn Beck? Glenn Beck is a fucking opportunist. I'll believe it when yeah. I see it. Okay, I think he just realizes yeah. that he's lost his base on the right and he's still relevant, sort of, in like a clickbaity way. So don't click. Uh, <laughs> wait until he's on the fucking streets uh, protesting the Muslim ban. Then maybe... Yeah. The proposed Muslim yeah, ban. Sure. That needs to, look, it, and another thing, if there's ever a proposed registration of anything, I expect the entire Unpops audience to be the first ones to say, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Muslim woman. I'm yeah. 53. Can uh, I borrow your uh, copy of the Iron Giant? Yeah. yeah. Also that. Like, yeah. I, the, the first, the, the first 10,000 people in line need to, we need to, I am Spartacus that shit. Yeah. So 100%. be prepared to, I am Spartacus. But that's a little further down the line. Yes. Uh, yes. For right now, it's about, Purging the party, and I think that starts with Bernie in the Senate, and then uh, Keith Bernie Ellison leading the Senate, le- leading the Senate yeah. and Keith Ellison becoming the chair of the DNC. Right. And if you don't know who Keith Ellison is, um, Keith Ellison was your counterpart, Adam Todd Brown, who uh, maybe a year ago said, "You know what? The way things are looking right now, Donald Trump could yeah. be the presidential ticket." I remember there and was George a video of George Stephanopoulos. It's what I'm thinking. Yep. And, yes, and he was an early he said, supporter of Bernie Sanders. I'm from Minnesota. We elected Jesse the Body Ventura. We need to take this seriously. Yeah. And if that's not a, a recommendation enough for you, how about this? He's the only congressman that ISIS has specifically said they want to kill. <laughs> Maybe he's doing something good. Because here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, he is a black Muslim man. Right. And so you might be thinking like, wow, are we really going to have, are, is America ready for a black Muslim to lead one of its two political parties? And I'll tell sure. you, one yes. already has been. Barack Obama. No, oh. but this is this is this is the real thing. How great of a troll is that? That they've been saying that Obama is a Muslim this whole time. So it's like, oh, you want to fight against a black Muslim? We'll there show you, you the one that ISIS hates. Yeah, that'll get your granddad to want to fucking vote for him. He's like, oh, the only congressman that pissed off ISIS enough to put out a fucking fatwa. Maybe this guy knows <laughs> what he's doing. And he called it first. And he said that Trump was going to win. And not only that. He is firmly on our uh, on the side of the working class. Yes. He's firmly on the side of a higher minimum wage. He's firmly on the side like he's gone on record like voting uh, his, his voting record is very consistent. He's been a little bit war hawkish here and there. Look, looking for purity in your in your in your um uh, in the in your chosen leaders, it's just not going to happen. There's shit right. that even Bernie has done and said that even oh, hundred percent. Like I would fucking I Bernie Sanders is is legit the one guy I would kiss right on the mouth. <laughs> I would kiss him right on the mouth, what and I would taste like he would taste like cinnamon, taste like old cinnamon, nutmeg, and I'm old, gonna, spice. I'm say, old spice, old yeah. spice, yeah, old okay, spice and nutmeg and cinnamon. But I would say Bernie Sanders, you beautiful human being. I believe in you. I believe in your message, and we share yeah. it. Old Let's, leather. Let, like an old, like yeah. a nice, like nicely kept an old leather couch. And then, and then Jane sees it like a hundred times a day. She's like, "It's okay. You can feel that way." I'm so bummed Young we didn't have constituent. 
Mitch and Mickey from uh, A Mighty Wind as our president and first lady. Like, just that uh, singing uh, uh, A Kiss at the End of the Rainbow. <laughs> and, uh, the two of them. Oh. But, but yes, yeah, so, so I, that's a really good point about ideological purity. Um, that, that is something that um, a segment of the left has been throwing at the, fir- the, the, the more centrist uh, people that were behind Hillary have been throwing this ideological purity thing at Bernie people uh, because I am one and I've gotten it a lot. And right. it's not I, – I, I, as much as I do really love Bernie Sanders, I don't love him because he is this guy. I love him for what he stands for. Right. And there are a bunch of things that I disagree with him on. Uh, and I, you know what? That's okay. And that's, that's the other fine. thing. Is we need to start building coalitions with people with whom we disagree. Because the time for identity politics is over. It's over. We it's must done. divorce ourselves from the idea that these politicians fucking care at all about you, the person. They, they, their policies can say that they care about a great many people. Like, right. And I'm even talking about Bernie, like, like Bernie. Their policies can say that they talk about a great many people, uh, they, that they care about a great many people. But it, we have to stop thinking about, like, oh, man, I love Hillary Clinton, Khaleesi, Khaleesi, or Bernie Sanders. He's yeah. just like my grandpa. We have to go, okay, does your grandpa want you to join a union? Then, yes, he might be like your yeah, grandpa. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, so and that brings us to... Coalition building. Yes. Uh, finding uh, inroads with people with whom we do disagree some. Now, my, my, my sweet, loving parents are like many of our parents, and they voted for Trump. Um, and this was, you know, a bit, of a bit of a problem for me, of course. But, I, I mean, I love and respect my parents. And my dad was sure to tell me that, like, you know, I, uh, you know, despite everything, I still voted in favor of that Bernie Sanders uh, proposition here in the state. I'm like, uh, great. Okay, yeah. cool. That tells me that... There are ways that we can agree. There are there are inroads. Like I, I I summed it up a little bit briefly that like there are people who are proud that Donald Trump has been elected, and there are people who are relieved that Donald Trump has been re- yeah. elected. Yeah, that's and we can have it. a conversation with the people who feel relieved. Uh, we can't necessarily have a conversation with people who are proud because fuck those people. Sure. Right. There are people who will who will who alt writers. There's so there's 60 million people that voted for Donald Trump. Of those 60 million, do you really think? All of them are irreparable, just irredeemable racists and sexists. I, I choose to believe that there are not 60 million people like that. 10 million? Definitely. Sure. Fuck them forever. Get them out of here. Yeah, maybe right. 15 or 20. Sure. <laughs> sure. But not 60. So, no. and, yeah. and, that, and, and definitely, you know, of the, what, there's 200 million people that didn't even vote. You know, yeah, or who didn't vote in the in the like they did the down ticket thing. Right. Where it's like I Hillary Clinton doesn't represent me. Jill Stein doesn't represent me. Donald Trump doesn't represent me. Gary Johnson I did doesn't that. represent me. Uh, I'm going to vote for everybody else. Now, what what I mean, quick sidebar. Uh, I traded my vote for a third party candidate in California. That was certainly to go blue for a vote for Hillary Clinton in a state that was sure to go red or more likely to go red. A bit of a battleground state like I somebody voted for Hillary Clinton in North Carolina while I voted what they wanted uh, here in California. It's called strategic voting. Look it yeah. up. It'll be, it'll be useful in, in these things later on. But all right, so second point of coalition building. Um, while I was on the phone uh, calling around for my state assembly candidate who lost, sadly, we got, a, we got another moneyed Democrat representative. Artie? Us. Did, were you going for Artie? Hard for Yeah, Artie. me too. I, hard, 
hard yeah. for Artie. I've and mentioned his time a couple of times. If, yeah, if you don't show. know, uh, Laura Friedman's built on a throne of charter schools. Charter schools and plastics. Yeah. Money Oof. from plastics. Yeah. Oof. Not a fan of Laura Friedman. I intend to annoy the shit out of her at town hall meetings coming up. We'll get to the town hall meetings. We'll get yes. to active participation. Let's iron giant her in person at a town hall meeting. <laughs> I could do it. I mean, uh, a couple of my Plastic friends were, giant. <laughs> a couple of my friends were like, I don't want to make myself an enemy of Laura Friedman because she seems vindictive, which if that's the kind of politician you are, you done fucked up and you got to go. But that's that's another story for another time. While I was making phone calls for Artie Kasaki for State Assembly, a trusted Berniecrat, Bernie Kratt, I adored him. Still do. He's got my student thesis. He's dropping it off. Uh, oh, he's supposed to drop it off early today. Um, I'll see him soon, I'm sure. <laughs> I talked to a kid, like a, I, this kid, 24 years old, uh, like I'm calling for my cell phone. I leave a message, hey, you know, my name's, um, uh, I almost said my actual real Christian name on here, uh, but let's quote-unquote danger, calling on behalf of Artie Kasakian for state assembly. You know, uh, we, we think that he will appeal to your values as a conservative, even though he's a Democrat. You know, we'll talk. Um, he called me back and said, like, hey, look, I'm 24 years old. I live in Southern California, and if I mention that I like Trump, people, people go berserk. I feel like I, it's like I, I have a target on my back because I'm supporting this thing. And I'm like, look, I can understand that despite the way that I feel about Donald Trump and the things he said and the people he's targeted in, in his own way, I can understand that there are reasons to have supported Donald Trump. Yeah, and we all have to agree on that. We, right. If we're going yeah. to move forward, we have to realize that you, you can't just write off half of the voting uh, base, you know, half of the voters in this country slightly as insane. Less, slightly less than half, of course. Well, well uh, yeah. yes. Technicality. But whatever. Uh, uh, slightly less than half of the people who voted as just writing them off as crazy like Bill Maher or Jon Stewart. All those people that we liked would say it's easy to be smug and write them off. We have to come together and realize what well, what were those things that made you do it and if it's sexism and racism get them out of here right but, but if yeah. there's if they if say it's something an economic else, thing like hey everybody talk. everybody uh that i've ever voted for has been part of this uh, of this organ that's gotten me fired the, the, mm-hmm. the organ that's gotten my whole town laid off uh mm-hmm. and this and this fucking buffoon comes along in a chinese tie and says that uh, oh, I'm, I'm fucking your man, so they, you know they're gonna vote. And so I, I told this kid whose whose name ended up being Tyler. Look, I understand that there are reasons to support Donald Trump. I myself, I'm a Bernie Sanders guy. This is November eighth. Uh, sorry, this is November fifth or sixth or so. It's before the world's gone to hell. Um, and I told him like, look, after the election, you got to find me, and I got to find you, and we got to come to an accommodation because you and I Tyler have so much more in common than we think we do. Mm-hmm. We've just been divided by this party system that's not inclusive. Right. It um, was built to separate the lower classes. Right. That's the, the that's the whole point and that's the thing with um, where we have to recognize why people voted for Donald Trump is that um, I firmly believe that a majority of them have, you know, either their house has been foreclosed, they've lost their job, their kids on fucking OD'd on opiates or heroin. You know, they, they, this, this. They're uh, dealing with really high they're, taxes. They're, uh, the Affordable Care Act isn't affordable. Their as premiums affordable as we went want up. The Republicans have stonewalled attempts to actually make it more inclusive. Well, and Obama and corporate Democrats went in and made it that and helped the lobbyists because of the neoliberal uh, anti or excuse me, pro monopoly 
uh, views that they have, they went in and negotiated from a place of weakness, even though they should have negotiated with a place of, uh, from a place of strength. I think they botched Obamacare from the jump because they never truly wanted a single-payer system. That's my perspective. I know a lot of people don't so, wait, share hang that. Hang on, single-payer uh, system as in every other uh, oh, yes, country th- in that. the world yes. where— where uh, the That's government what it been. acts yeah. as an agent and what it negotiates been. with the drug companies and healthcare providers to get the best possible rate. Oh, you mean like a that, like, that, was that sounds the, like Medicare? That was the one thing that was left in Obamacare that should have been cut out. Was like that's how Martin Shkreli is still yep. fucking operating is because they left that thing in Obamacare that they still can't negotiate drug prices, which is insane. Like, right. don't even fucking. Do it. And we tried to take a stab at it in that. California with Prop 61, and you know, for its many for its many strengths, Prop 61 may not have been the strongest bill. It was certainly authored was, by porn star Mike Mike uh, Weinstein. Porn star. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did the porn star make 61 too? He wrote 61. He's he, a complicated person. Wow. Yeah, he wrote 60. He wrote 61. Holy shit. Yeah, the porn bill failed spectacularly here in California. We're all very happy, yeah. but the the uh, uh, negotiate the what my father called the Bernie Sanders proposition failed here in California because the drug companies poured 130 million dollars into negative ads. Yeah. Well, that's what that's how Obamacare passed, though. I mean, in part because they left that in, and drug companies right. put millions of dollars into uh, pro-Obamacare ads. And then right at the end of his run as president, he kind of pulled that out from... I mean, it's hard to call drug companies victims, but he really sold them out. He used them to get Obamacare through, and he did it in a way that wasn't beneficial to anyone. Right, that's the thing. He didn't need that strategy. He had a super majority in uh, a filibuster-proof majority in the Senate, and he had a majority in the House. He could have railroaded through a single payer system yep. uh, had he effectively messaged that. Well, then and, he would have been a tyrant, Josh Androsky. Oh, right, yeah, just like every other fucking president. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. We can't have our presidents giving us health care. We can only have them uh, uh, doing war, or or just how about having a shadow war and in Yemen helping uh, sell arms to the Saudis who are just bombing children uh, in in Yemen. Like, that's what's so fucked. That's what we need to uh, realize is that we have gotten our our, our politicians off the hook because of, you know, they're charming or they're cool or they look like they're a good dad uh, and and let them fucking get away with this shit. Obama sold twice as many arms as Bush. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Obama fucking deported way more people than Bush. But nobody's talking about that because he seems so fucking cool. And yeah. it's hard. But you look at his legacy and he everything he did, the the specifically good things he did are because of his Supreme Court uh, appointees. And even then at the very end, he fucked that up with the whole Garland thing. Yeah. And so then, you know, because of his hubris of thinking there's no way the Republicans will take uh, you know, the presidency. And now what are we left with? You know, we're left with this rubble, but in this rubble, we can rebuild the party. Right. Okay. So, and, the, and that's, and that's that where means I want to getting get next. involved. Right. That, here, here's the next thing is people give up on labels, give up on Democrat, give up on independent, give up on progressive. Uh, I mean, give up on Republican as much as you possibly can. They don't mean only one thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So with that, with that and and historic, that's backed up historically uh, by the fact that the Republicans and the Democrats completely switched. Yeah, the Republicans absolutely. used to be. I mean, everybody knows this: the party of Lincoln. They still mm-hmm. talk about it as though it's anything of what they're trying to do now. And the Democrats were, uh, you know, farmers, Southern, that kind of thing. Right. And that's completely switched. Right. So, so I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to say it is possible that this is happening. It's happened before. Right. So now we're we we have this incredible we have this incredible opportunity because there are so many people who are thinking. I want to get involved. I want to like. I, I'm horrified at what's happened. I, you know, like I've had people text me and call me and say, like, I, what, what do you think? What should I do? Here's what I think you should do: give up on the label, and uh, regardless of your distaste for one thing or the other, if you identify as an independent voter, if you identify as a Democrat, if you identify as any kind of progressive person, go to the Democratic clubs. And make your voice heard. I just last night went with uh, my volunteer group from Glendale down to the Los Angeles Democrat Party Club, Democratic Party Club. Its leader, Eric Bauman, made it the entire, the whole thing set up to talk about how fucking rad he is. And from moment one, they're like, all right, so before we get into this sad stuff, let's pat ourselves on the back for a half an hour about all the good things we did as well. The majority of the people in this Democratic club are past the age of 55. And look, mm-hmm. I'm going to say right now there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, there is. There are 100%. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. There's 100% something wrong with the majority being over 55. Okay. I mean, my, my point is if you are a human being and you're over the age of 55. Oh, yeah. You're not an specific. asshole. Yeah. But like, but, but this, the fact that, this club has yeah. been set up to only self-congratulate. They're not super uh, interested in hearing out... Uh, these people with new views uh, who are angry about having been completely uh, ignored and sidelined for the past year and who keeps saying now— For the past uh, 10, 20, sorry, 30 yeah. years. Uh, who, who, are, who are saying now that, like, hey, if you adopted some of these policies, we might have a different president. Um, so, defer. Um, I went last night, and I and about twenty other people. Uh, when they went up to speak, occasionally we'd hear we'd hear people saying like, "It's not about sides. We we need to unify." And it's real easy to unify um, if you're the one picking the people who are leading. Uh, but what needs to happen in these clubs is you need to start hearing everybody out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one guy that went up of like, "We can't be mad at the Bernie people. Um, we need to start actually listening to them." You know, because like, I remember talking to to uh, to my wife about this, and she said something to the tune of like, "Well, Bernie people didn't support Clinton." I'm like, "Well, most of them did." Yeah, overwhelmingly but, so. But also, there's a huge percentage of people who were not represented by Hillary Clinton. They are represented by Bernie Sanders because he's come as close as anyone ever has to representing their values. So if Clinton's got the nod, uh, and uh, like she and treated the Bernie people like absolute garbage right. shit my throughout the went, entire election. My friends went to the DNC. They mm-hmm. went to the convention and they were physically removed from seats. They were shouted down. Like the the um, one of the guys last night said it best of like, look, you're amazed when when the Republicans try to shout shout you down and uh, obfuscate uh, and and um, uh, make it impossible to carry out. Uh, the the duties of like actual conversation and good governance, but at the Democratic National Convention and every, and the whole run up to that, that's exactly what happened with the left. The left were like we, there were crowds of millions in California com- coming out to see Bernie Sanders speak. My volunteer group called, made a half a million calls all over the country and spoke to people who were who uh, felt that Sanders represented them and Clinton and Trump did not. 
Um, I talked to people like when I was canvassing. I met Republicans who chased me down. This happened more than once. Chased me down in the street and said, hey, uh, Mr. Volunteer Man, look, I can't support Donald Trump. I'm a registered Republican. I can't fathom Clinton being elected. We don't need another one of those. What do I do to help out Bernie Sanders? This person appeals to the middle because he's he's true to his issues and he represents everybody. So my charge then to the listeners of Unpops and indeed to the youth of America, don't get hung up on the fact that a club might be a democratic club or that they might be they might not be super interested in hearing what you have to say. Go to their meetings anyway. Don't worry like don't worry about disrupting them or whatever. They need to hear it because they're in such an echo chamber. Yes. They are, they're only talking to themselves, yeah. they're only interested in what themselves. They want I mean their that, big thing uh, that I saw was uh, social rights, uh, justice for gays, for blacks, you know, vote, like voting protections, um, uh, immigrant rights, which are which are noble causes. Absolutely. They're amazing social progressive causes, uh, but they come at a like uh, this this fake idea of like, well, you can either have one or the other. You can either have social progress or economic progress. It's not real. Economic injustice is a problem that unites all races. It unites all all. I mean, I was going to say all classes. That's not true. Uh, But well, it it does. Yeah, it it, it it unites the middle. It unites the working class and the lower class. These three classes, like we outnumber the people. Who sit in government? We outnumber the people and this who are is, out the, who have the penthouses. Well, and this is a great point because you look at Chuck Schumer, at, who we were just talking about, and one of the great examples call of his your representatives and, t- and tell if you haven't called yet, call right now. Call right now. Uh, it, one call of his, again. His great failures is, and this is a widely circulated quote for a reason. He said, "For every blue collar worker we lose in the uh, Pennsylvania, uh, you know, rural Pennsylvania." We'll pick up three in the wealthy ones in the suburbs of Philly. And you know what? If you look at the exit polls, Hillary Clinton did do way better among people making over $100,000 than Obama did. But guess what? There's so many fucking less of them that it doesn't matter at all. Not at all. That's a failed idea to only, and that, you know what? That's what happens when you're only around 55 year old dudes that are making over $100,000. Right. You think maybe we should reach out to the 55 year old dudes who are making over $100,000. This guy looks like me. He'll cut me a check. Here's an interesting idea that I've been talking about with my friends. And and, and I think this this is the time to be throwing ideas like this around. Uh, I know that uh, obviously we're not the first people to talk about it, but if enough people talk about it, maybe we can get some traction. Why isn't there some sort of mandate that you are represented by a a, a group of people that have the same ratio of income as your community? Hmm. Speaking of like, you know, now oh, Maine there's has this something many... like this, don't they? Um, I, I, I don't I, know. I saw something. Very... Maine did a ranked uh, choice they voting did thing. They do a ranked choice voting I, I don't, thing. I um, but also, Maine uh, has a, a public elections funding system wherein you can apply for money to run for office. From the state government, people pay into it with five dollar contributions here and there, and then it's and it's what about the state? So you can ha- you can be a waitress in Maine and, and also run. be a state assembly right. member. Like they've got that, and it's th- one of the reasons we're seeing so many interesting things happening out of Maine from an electoral point point of view is because they're making it easier for people to run. They're making it easier for people to vote. That's absolutely what needs to happen. And this shit that we're talking about is fucking boring as fuck, Super dude. boring. But that's what we all have to do. We all have to... I'm 29 years old. I'm fucking... Like, all I want to do is fucking smoke weed and watch basketball and football and fucking jerk off. Not to basketball and football. 
Uh, maybe sometimes. Well, every once maybe in a while. Some. If the game's really yeah. good. If the yeah. game's yeah. really good. If that but, but that's all I want to do. Yeah, Kaepernick's Fro is amazing, oh and God. it makes me want to come. Uh, but... Well, I actually do want to jerk off whenever anybody kneels uh, at the National Anthem. Because I get off. It is off, a very suggestive body positioning. Well, no, I just get off when dads are angry. That's like the <laughs> yeah. thing that gets me off the most. But that's but this is the thing. It, it, we all agree it's going to be boring. Going to these meetings is not going to be fun unless we make it fun. Right. We have to make our voices heard. We have to be a part of these yeah. parties. And it can be fun. You can sit there and snicker at these these old insular assholes. So what happens with you, your friends? Were you allowed to talk? Do they allow you to speak? How does that work? I mean, I've, I've never I, been. Yeah, no, I, I went in with the understanding that non-members were not allowed to speak, but I could stand and clap and yell as much as I fucking wanted to. Um, and indeed, what what I totally missed the boat on was, yeah, they were they were allowing people to speak uh, who were non-members, and so we had some we had some representation from like. Uh, Bernie Sanders delegates going up there and saying like, "Hey guys, you iced us out before, and now America's paying the price." And here's this is uh, to anybody who's been listening to us to talk up Bernie. Um, we are not saying that he is a perfect candidate. He's, when yeah, we he's say not the Bernie only Sanders, solution. When either. we say Bernie crap, when we say Bernie Sanders delegate, what we mean is somebody who recognizes the fact that we need to unite amongst class lines. We need to create a coalition of of people of all genders and all races who will, by the way, demand that this party is anti-racist, anti-misogynist. Yes. We can keep those principles that we've gained, all of the great gains of the 90s and 2000s Democrats socially, uh, uh, you know, uh, gay people and, uh, you know, uh, everybody on the LGBT spectrum, uh, we are not going to get rid of that by yeah. folding in these voters. This, the fact remains that the majority of America is for all these things. Right. There's nothing that they're, is— They're for legalization of weed. They're for, for all this stuff. And the reason, why none of this shit, the reason why none of this shit happens is because we haven't gone to these meetings and made our voices heard. You make your voice heard on the phone, and you make your voice heard at the fucking meeting. You go, and you talk. And also, like— Maybe if you're listening to this right now and you're fired the fuck up, I hope you run, are. run, run for office. Takes me okay. Now that's that's another thing that I I'd, I'd like to get in here right okay, now. La- last thing, and then we have to get to comments. Oh, we could we could keep going forever. I mean, comments comments are are, are fun and, and interesting. I know we could keep going forever, but it's it's very important that we discuss these issues in as deep a way as possible because I mean it's 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 very affirming. People need to feel listen, affirmed. man. Take it from Bernie Sanders himself. Hey, man. He said, who said. After the election, he's more optimistic for this country, even though we've suffered this great setback. But the energy that he's seen from people like me, mm-hmm. who voted for Obama twice and then sat the fuck down on the couch. Yeah. You know, as soon yep. as Bernie Sanders came out and started talking about raising the minimum wage and uh, regulating the banks, breaking up the banks, uh, seeing to it that, that, that the fucking housing market uh, isn't basically just overrun with wild speculation and destroying our economy again. I was like, this is someone that represents me, so I need to get out there. And then now we've got this huge opportunity because all these people feel quite the same way. Right, um, because it's been proven the 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 strategy has failed of the neoliberal left. And when I say neoliberal, I mean this uh, corporate and deregulate everything. Right. Let's bring in trade from everywhere. Right. Let's let's kill jobs. Let's outsource jobs and um, bring in profits and let the companies, these giant corporations, 
yeah, they'll have our best interests in mind. Yeah, right. Clearly, no, they, they don't. And won't. this election was a was a rejection of that philosophy. So now, in its fucking rubble, we rise like a mighty phoenix. Ooh, and we run for office. And we run for office. Okay, now, um, the uh, here in California. Oh, sorry. Let me let me back up a little bit. Uh, there is this thing called the it's Adam A D E M. It is the governing board that controls the Democratic Party. They have caucuses. In California, our caucus is Ju- uh, January 7th and 8th. And a caucus is just a meeting of people that are old and probably white. Right. That's all that It that doesn't means. have to be. The- if you show up, it doesn't have right. to be. And these, these governing boards basically say, okay, what's the, what's the Democratic Party going to uh, stand for in Glendale, California? What is the uh, what's the what's the Democratic Party going to stand for in Fillmore, California? What's the Democratic Party going to stand for in... Uh, Lunchables, Kansas. Yes, yes. there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the circles, the circles of baloney. I and a few of my vol- co-fellow volunteers are talking about running for this governing body. It's a part-time kind of gig, and it, it, it's, the, it's the kind of thing where... Look, I want to learn. The, the most, absolutely the most inspiring thing I heard from, again, Senator Sanders, uh, whom I adore, was, you know what? You may, not, you may be intimidated by uh, figuring out how to build a budget. You may be intimidated by uh, the, ta- the meetings at the town hall schedule. Uh, you may not know how to unite uh, your, the people in your neighborhood to your common causes, but you can learn. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I want to learn. I, I, Dan- Michael Van Gorder, aka Danger. Danger. Yeah, I want to learn. I'm gonna go. I'm going to attempt to run for this thing. That's uh, great, and this is a tangible thing. This is yeah. This is what the Tea Party did. This is exactly what they did. They were a bunch. They weren't just like a bunch of fucking hillbillies in overalls that were like, "I want to destroy our fucking system of government," and then <laughs> spit into a spittoon. They were just people who were like, "I hate what's happening right now. This doesn't reflect my values. These fucking rich pieces of shit. They don't fucking respect my values." And they went in and they disrupted all of it. They fucking turned it on its head. Now imagine if we did it, but we. Did did it for people who want to smoke weed and who want the ability to have a fucking health plan that is guaranteed and a living wage and a fucking uh, high speed rail system like whatever How about to, to be able to buy a home yeah like our fucking parents and grandparents yeah did. Oh, my oh my my dad pulled me aside the other day he's like you know what i feel so bad because it's gonna be so much harder by the way perfect impression of my father this is it this is what is he, he always like. yawning he's he just he's he's always kind of thinking you know he's very uh very thoughtful, but very, he, he's very warm, and he always wants to go, you know, guys, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm really right. glad you came out tonight. But it's, about, about it's the you, buying a home. Right. He was like, uh, <laughs> I could do that all day. <laughs> um, he said something to the tune of, uh, I feel so bad because you won't be able to buy a home right. here in California. And I said, well, you know what? what you, could, you then stop exclusively supporting policies and politicians who make it harder to be young. And so when we young people go in and make our voices heard and run for these offices and 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 follow uh, our revolution, which is uh, the spinoff of Bernie's campaign. Uh, uh, Brand New Congress is another great one. Brand New Congress. Uh, there's also DFA, uh, Democracy for Action, uh, Democracy for America. You know, these these groups will tell you, hey, come to this meeting. You know, go, go to the Democratic Socialists of America. If you want to fucking let your freak flag fly, like, let's get into some real weird policy shit. If, if a lot the of idea, beards in that room. If, in a, if the idea of socialism is interesting to you, go check it out. 
You know, there there are these there doesn't have to be this way. And we can we can go in and say, uh, you know, the only way that we're going to get rid of student debt is if enough people that are affected by student debt become the oh people that God. write laws. I haven't even mentioned student debt. yet. But that's the only way they can do it is if we go and do it ourselves. That's what the Tea Party did. And it fuck you look at it. And it was a it huge worked. success. Who knew? It, it yeah. crumbled a couple of years we in. Were, but we were we were fucking making all these jokes about these idiots. They took it didn't crumble but it, because it took the state legislatures and that's what's going under a republican uh, uh, executive branch i feel like state power is going to mean more than ever they do at least pay lip service to the idea of states rights more <laughs> than right. than other but then if you are like okay states rights then you can hammer them on that because part of the republican coalition is people that are for state rights states rights i'm sure a bunch of donald trump uh, voters uh, were did it because of states rights because that's part of the republican party and what we can do is we can create our own coalition like theirs that is stronger because at the end of the day, no matter what, the majority of people, no matter what your race, no matter what your gender, you vote with your wallet. So can we get economic plans that make sense for us, the people that are inheriting the world, if it's still fucking around? Right. Can we – yeah, can we develop something that – look, I pay – I have paid for 10 years $200 a month towards student loans. Now that's money that our pre- our pe- the previous generations could have used on a home mortgage. It's mm-hmm. money that uh, they could have used for a car. They could have done something really fucking dumb with it. Yeah. It's America. People do dumb things they with their money. They could have put 200 the bucks up their nose. But <laughs> they could have bought 200 dollars worth of whippets. Yeah, home, that's home, what home, I would have done. Simpson Hell yeah. It. But we can't do that now, and we are we are united in that it's expensive to be young now, and we are we are on this financial foothold. Like, you want to get an education? Cool. You basically have to take out as much money uh, as you would for a car now, or in some places even a home. Yeah. That's not right. And and that's not right. No. And Senator Sanders was the first person to say, you know what? No, that's not right. You don't have to accept that as normal. And this is the first time where you know what. There is no normal right now. Well, and part of the reason why Bernie was such a a, 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 a success in the primaries that were open that uh-huh. reflected the way that general elections go. Oh, you uh, mean something that's open to independent voters and not just people yeah, who register as Democrats? Isn't it weird that like if you're like I don't know trying to like take uh, you, with the primaries like test the nation and see like uh, what how they're feeling to let as many people as possible try to decide? That's kind of crazy. So you get the most accurate representation of the right. higher electorate. I know, isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I guess we should keep them closed, though. No, we uh, you know what, John? We shouldn't. Oh my we sh- god! We should open them right up. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Make, unlock make the gates. Make more inclusive. Uh, hey, what we can do uh, is is to join and fucking do that. Do is, that. is to is to represent ourselves the way that they did. And 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 you can see they, in two in years the, 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 the Tea Party, the, the Tea Party, and right. and and so these these in two years they did it. Guess what? In two years, the House is up for re-election. Mm-hmm. And not only that, there are municipal elections. Yes. There are municipal elections in odd years. That, uh, this Adam uh, – sorry, not you, Adam. A-D-E-M yeah. uh, caucus, please look into it. It's happening on uh, – it, it's happening at the beginning of January. The, the beginning of January. And yeah. then we have municipal elections where uh, people are going to be looking at uh, – um, pe- people are looking at like um, – in Glendale, where I'm from, they've got uh, um, the city council. There are three available seats. I was thinking about running for one as well. I don't know if I'll have – 
if I can do the Adam thing and the city council thing. But I'm a, I'm a freelancer. That's why I appear on so many of these episodes is because I have the t- I've, I've set up my life so that I, I, I'm able to make enough money that I can, I can do, spread it out a little bit. I'm in a very privileged position. And, and I, if you are listening to this and you are not in one of those positions where you can devote the time to go to these meetings uh, and to do these things, then you can call. You, can you call? still can call not on the only, phone. Not only that, the, the biggest, the biggest and best thing any of us can do. It's not voting. It's not calling. It's not attending anything. It's educating yourselves about the issues you care about. Find out, like, start learning about. Uh, well, that's in, the start, but yeah. then you have to take action. Sure, yes, take action, obviously. But the 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 core of good decision making, the core of good self representation, good government. Is being able to ha- is being able to have a complex understanding of these complex systems, right? And so it doesn't mean that you have to go to fucking night school and learn all this shit. What's the thing that's the most important to you? If you're listening to this right now, ask yourself: What part of America is the most important to you? Of, of America's future is the most important to you? If it's student debt, if you're crushed by student debt, read up on how what's going on, how you can fix that. Because I guarantee you, there are organizations that are going to help, or there are organizations that are championing that that you can help with right. now if it's the uh, climate change you know if it's uh, 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 income inequality if it's uh, women's rights if it's uh, the you know defending uh, the right to abortion if it's if you have a friend I have a friend an amazing comedian named Johan Miranda who um, is only here because of the dream act and if that shit's repealed he might get fucking deported yeah. And so, like, if you have a friend that might get deported that's scared, you can help them. We and and find your thing. What's the thing inside you that that burns the fucking brightest? Find that. Learn about that, and then go call your senators and your representatives. Participate. And all the way down, find out who your city council person is. Find out who your alderman is, who your assemblyman is. Who all of these little, uh, you know, all these little things uh, they build the, up. The and further they build down up. you get. The more, the more effective, the more effective it is. Yeah, like if I bring twenty people to a city council meeting and we all say in unison, uh, let's for example, uh, stop approving charter schools. Right. We need this public. Mo- we need the public money for public education to stay in public education. We don't need private institutions coming along and setting up their own school and diverting funds for our from our education. It's going to mean so much more than sending an email or a tweet. Right. Right. Okay, we do have to wrap it up. Do we? Yeah, because I have to edit this and put it up by tomorrow morning. <laughs> we did, you don't we have did, to do all that. Like an hour 20 on, on Mike Pornzar. That was a really good episode. This is a really good episode, too. Again, I have to edit this tonight mm-hmm. and put it up in the morning. I really hope that you enjoy it. Oh, I'm going to punch you right really in the strong. face, man. Okay. But, I, I mean, did like this episode because Hell I did yeah. not have to talk. Yeah, you just kind of leaned back. At that all. Was nice. Yeah. Which is kind of what I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. Jo- Josh I've talked I a lot since I very, got home. We care very deeply about these issues, and we, we know that everyone has uh, okay. the ability Here we go. to participate meaningfully, and, we, and we, we strongly encourage all of you in whatever teeny tiny way that you think is teeny tiny, it adds up. Death by a thousand cuts. Get outside that cave. Start killing a couple of sheep here and there. It might be a little bit boring, but you know what? You can talk to your friends about it. You can t- you can get people involved. It's interesting uh, to talk to people and say, "I volunteered for, for fucking fourteen hours to get people out there." You know, it it feels good to contribute to 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 your community. It feels good to save the fucking world. It feels really good. 
here, to save the world. You're just going to disrespect the cutoff music and just this talk is, through it? I mean, right. sometimes that happens. You're not introducing the next segment. I mean, this that's really what I said. Ca- no, I we've run out of time for, for comments. Okay. The people are just going to have to accept that you don't want their voices to be heard. Wow! Your voice yeah. on this episode, I got time. Shit. Very I got time. I want to hear. I want to hear their voices. Very. I'm going to occupy this studio until we let the well, people's we do have voices a, be heard. Do we want to listen to a voicemail? Hit, hit a voicemail. We'll fold it into our greater themes. I'm sure. I'm not. I'm not going to play the music because Mike wore me out. Who? You know who? I'm trying to decide if I should run as danger. I, I feel like I'd say probably not. Yeah, I would. I was also told it. to shave my sideburns by a campaign manager. I don't know if I want to do that either. You don't have to do. Have that. Have a campaign manager yeah. shave your sideburns. Wait, <laughs> was your campaign manager Mr. Burns managing a baseball team? <laughs> Here's a voicemail. Little blind guy living in upstate New York. After this Trump election, I feel like I live around entirely too many people that are happy he fucking won, and I'm just trying to figure out whether I should move to Canada, California. Or just fucking kill myself. Which do you think is the best option? Stay in upstate New York. Uh, none of those. Start yeah. participating, dude. Yeah, change it. Definitely don't move to Canada. No. That's silly. There's, there's a, a, a magnificent uh, candidate for Congress. Zephyr Teachout. Zephyr Teachout. The most hilariously named... Uh, and she didn't win because she fucking didn't change her name from Danger to a no, real name. No. Her real name was like Alice Brown or... Oh, right. Wait, but she might have been raised by hippies. But anyway, she is a fantastic leader. You have an amazing leader in upstate New York. Get to If you hate Trump so much that you want to fucking kill yourself, and God damn it, there's a lot of us out there right. that do. And especially... Oh, upstate New York must yeah. be the worst for it. I've lived in that place. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be a lot of Trump I mean, because the weather's basically a big Trump. It just takes <laughs> yeah. a Trump on you every fucking day. If it's dark out all the time, you never know when it's going to be dawn. Yeah. You know? But they, you have the, it, there are these bright lights like Zephyr Teachout that you can read up on and follow and try to volunteer uh, for and, and listen. Listen to her. She's an amazing leader. That's the thing. Right now, if you are a fan of a candidate and they are not actively organizing and going Going out there and leading, maybe you should switch your allegiance. Yep. Either way, the best thing you can do is just participate. Even if you get drowned out, even if you get argued down, just get out there and get your voice heard. Educate yourself on the issues so you're not going the wrong direction. But you'll also find your community. You're, yes. you're surrounded yes. by these people because you haven't and it's not like it's not like it's your fucking fault. But like you could find the people around you that are actively trying to make that area better because they do exist. So Google it, baby. Fucking duck, duck, just goose it, Google baby. it, baby. Yeah. Just Google find, it. Find the find the the Democratic Party in your area. Find the progr- there's um the progressive Democrats the workers in family working families working families um, party. Uh, we here in California, we are in uh, in my side of town. We have the East Area Progressive Democrats. Uh, they're fantastic. There's my group, uh, Progressive Action for Glendale. Uh, if you find yourself on the north side of the city, come on down. There's just these great groups where you get to meet people and eat pizza and be like, isn't everybody else fucking nuts? And then they get to go, yes, and you get to go, oh, I don't feel crazy anymore. Okay, yeah. and then you take that same instinct and say, isn't everybody else? And, and you find the person that you think is nuts, and you find the thing you agree about, and you build something out of that. Yeah, unless they're super racist and shitty. Right, yeah. unless if they're they, super racist and shitty, then you like, like, yeah, you don't have you. to. If you, you don't have to concede... Uh, right. your your moral your your moral standing when it comes to the the, the people and their silly flags and their right. silly spray paint and their silly Nazi symbols. Right. 
It's also oh, those silly Nazi symbols. It's really you easy know, to those turn goofball a, a, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I saw somebody turn a Nazi symbol into the uh, Windows ninety eight logo, which I think is yeah. brilliant. It is brilliant. It's very easy too because you just do the box around the swastika, and uh, then you do a bunch of little boxes. I saw nice. that online. That's Either a way, genius idea. Shame, shame, outward racism, shame, outward misogyny. Be like, the fuck, dude? What are you doing? Stop that. But then go, cause, cause. Here's the thing. We got along so well on this shit. Why are you doing that shit? Like you, 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 everything, you know, you'll find that uh, when people are poor, when people don't feel like they have a chance, this is why Hillary Clinton lost. Because when people are poor and they don't have a chance and, and, you know, their kids are fucking ODing and all this shit, they've lost their house, they're crushed by debt. And somebody goes, uh, you're privileged or goes, uh, you're fine. And then they go, uh, you know, one person. My like, water is on fire. Right. And one person's like, but you're fine. Just fucking you're fine. And then the other person goes, I'm the only guy that can help you right now. I'm the only guy that's saying this is fucked up. Who are you going to side with? I don't blame people for voting for Trump. I blame people who just refuse to do anything. But now we are in the very privileged position of being able to go to those people who refused to do anything. No, no, I mean, I mean, yeah. people now that refuse to do anything in the face of Trump. Oh, I see. Yes, I don't blame. I don't blame any voter for this election. I blame the leaders of the Democratic Party for this election. And if anybody tells you otherwise, then they're fucking drinking the milkshake. They're drink, they're fucking drinking the Kool Aid. Regardless of how you feel about blame, though, again, it's mo- positive emotions supersede negative right. emotions every time. Yes, you find go to the, the bridges. You vote for. Th- you vote. Yeah. For for something, not against something. If you don't think you're a Democrat, then go down there and tell them that this is what I believe, this is what you need to stand for, and then that becomes what Democrat means. Yes, exactly. The, the, the Republican Party wasn't the Tea Party until a bunch of people said, this is what we want. Right. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get <laughs> out of here. We want to leave. We, yeah, we've got, we've got people to call. We got, we got shit to do. You have people to call. Yeah, I have to, and I do totally have to edit this, and then also record another podcast for tomorrow. What? Because well, I'm doing the solo show called In Broad Daylight. Uh, okay. And I have to write and record that. Oh, what a plug. Morning. Great plug. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, no, uh, no pressure, but maybe check that out tomorrow, too. Ooh. Like, uh, in between all you're trying to fix the country, uh, maybe give me a few minutes also. Take a break. Let's not forget. <laughs> Take a break, everybody. Let's not forget. I'm still here, uh-huh. and I still need. But that's the thing. Part- I still need your ears. The participation can be the break from listening to Adam Ty Brown. Yeah, yeah. It just you want to anchor yourself listening to Adam Ty Brown as much and then, as possible, and then take yeah, a break, and like, like, small right, breaks. I'm gonna call my right. fix right. the country. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just after each episode, make yeah. a phone call. Yeah. Five thousand cuts. Out, we can do it. Get people. out and do something. Yep. All right. Uh, do we have anything to plug? I mean, we've been. Plugging for democracy. The entire. We need to plug in to the system, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, my name is Josh, and I'm a boy who does comedy. Uh, I He's have very a... funny. Follow him on Twitter. Stop it. He no. is. You are. Okay. You are. I'm funny. I, I, to be fair, I have not been very funny on Twitter lately. Uh, although I did recently, as a Jew, uh, tweet, uh, RIP Jews being white people now. Uh, 1972 to 2017. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. I run a couple shows. I run a show called Babe Island. It's a free show every Sunday at the Bigfoot Lodge in Atwater Village. 
Uh, it starts Ooh. at 10 o'clock. It's free. We've had like Kyle Kinane and Maria Bamford <gasps> and uh, David Koechner and Rory Scovel, uh, uh, Baron Vaughn, uh, <gasps> Ron Funches. Great, 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 great people. And our last show, we raised $300 for the ACLU because our bartenders are fucking rad. Holy and we shit. did a thing where all the tips went to the ACLU. Nice. Uh, nice. And then I run a show called Reunited, which is a super fun show. Uh, that I run with a gentleman named Brian Cook, who is great. Oh, we, Brian Cook's amazing. He's great. We do yeah. fake reunions. Uh, we do real reunions of fake shows that never existed. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, and so just making fun of those sort of Comic-Con panel shows. The next yeah. one is oh. it is Saturday, December 3rd, I believe, whatever the first Saturday in December is. And, second, I think. Uh, it might be the second, but the first Saturday in December Jeez. at 7 p.m. at Meltdown Comics. And tickets are on sale now. We've got uh, Rory Scovel, Deborah DiGiovanni, and Casey Wilson from Happy Endings uh, are on it. And we're working on somebody really crazy who is, if we get this person to be on it, would literally make me uh, want to Shitty explode. kitten. I would. Uh, no, because I like cats. Mm-hmm. God damn it, you get a Shitty kitten. I would come. Yeah. Get it right. Come or, kitties? No, now okay. you know. Oh, I don't know how you're now I'll never be able to run for office, <laughs> and now I'll never be able to come again. <laughs> uh, by the way, we are living in post horny America. I haven't been able to come since the fucking election, and I know a lot of people. Yeah, it's been, it's about been that. a depressing. Yeah, I when I, it's hard to come, it's hard. It's just <laughs> been a sad. It's been a sad week. It's been yeah, post horny America. I don't like it. Yeah. but we can work our way back. To um, yeah, per- frick the frick friction status. of democracy. Do you have anything to plug, Danger? Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, we got our uh, we got our Twitter, uh, countless one zero 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 s. Maybe one of my favorite tweets ever the other day uh, was. Uh, it's great. Just look it up. We're just <laughs> reading our reading our tweets now. <laughs> yeah. No, I still hear it. To be fair, I did start it, yeah. and I I do uh, regret it very much. Right. No, I just, I just, I just some, it's so funny that uh, I just I can't do it justice right now. It's about roller coasters. Um, but yeah, that uh, uh our new EP is out. It's on iTunes and Spotify and uh, all your favorite online retailers. Uh, You're goddamn right is the name of the EP, and it's really fucking good. Uh, we're very proud of it. It's also for sale if you live in Long Beach at Fingerprints. Ooh. Fingerprints. Yeah, which is my. That's just where I went to go shop Fingerprints. when I was, uh, when I was a kid. Fingerprints. Um, yeah, buy it there because that will make me feel great to sell a CD in the store that I used to shop at. Um, but yeah, uh, listen to Countless Thousands, please. Uh, 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 Countless uh, Oh, and one more thing. Okay. Uh, okay. Adam's on. You're still on the, the Nerd Rockers East that we're doing out on the 19th. Um, with uh, Greg Edwards and a bunch of other... Oh, Greg Edwards is great. He was just on Reunited. Yeah, he's He's so great. Uh, and, uh, um, uh, oh shit, Matt. Easy did not have that baby. What? That's my Greg Edwards. What's what's Matt's last name? He's so funny. Who? Uh, porn star. Matt Lieb. Mike, uh, Thanks. Lieb. Matt, Matt Lieb? Matt Lieb? Oh, Matt Lieb's amazing. I love Matt Yeah, he got him as well. He did about 25 minutes as... Mike Ponzar. Oh, he's so good. On our podcast. Oh, can I plug one more thing real quick? Oh, sure. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, because everyone's definitely still listening. I'm plugging something that's not even mine. Everyone's definitely still listening. (laughs) Nerd Rockers East uh, at the Inland Empire Brewing Company on November 19th. Come on out, get a brew. It's going to be a really great show. All right, I have to plug. Oh, shit, that's soon. It's really soon. It's Saturday. Oh, I have a show Saturday. Babe, I have a show Saturday.
Just tell him. I want to plug my good friend and co-producer at Bay Island, James Fritz, who is like fucking for real the closest comedian I've ever seen to Bill Hicks. He has an album that just came out on a Special Things Records, a Special Thing Records, which is like a legit yeah. comedy record company that, like, you know, you see that name and you're like, oh, they yeah, they yes. put out they put out the Canaan's album, Maria Bamford's, they do Jimmy Pardo, all that shit. Um, it's called Still Together. Still Together, James Fritz. It just came out on the Friday after the election when everybody thought uh, it would be like, oh, this would be a fine time to put out an album because Hillary's going to win and everyone's going to want to fucking I, just go on with their lives. We put a CD out the week before. Yeah, see, that's Still smarter. promoting it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, still together, James Fritz, buy the album. It's one of the fun. I went to the taping. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Okay, Danger, I don't mm. care if you have anything else to plug. That's all. Okay, good. Um, I don't think I have anything. I'm going to be on Danger's show. Uh, Nerd Rockers the East. The 19th. Yeah. In and Lincoln. we're doing shows in the Pacific Northwest soon. Yeah. Those will be on, Hell yeah. on uh, sale. We're doing, uh, I think, Eugene, Portland, Seattle, and Vancouver, Canada. Ooh. Nice. Oh, going international, baby. Yeah, we're going overseas. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. So to speak. All right. Uh, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, bye. Put this up in the morning. Uh, say goodbye, Danger. Thanks, everybody. Go, go participate. We need you. I said say. God damn it. Josh, say goodbye. Goodbye. See see how he did? He did it right. Goodbye. Go out and participate. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. Go. Oh, God damn it. Goodbye, everybody. Go out and participate. Oh, yes. fuck. Oh, you ah. did it. Oh. <laughs> this episode's Poison. never going to end. There's going to be 30 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Go participate. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. I'm